This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to our weekly classified Grayman Intelligence audio brief. Over the next few minutes, Wesley from Super SE is going to share with you the most important survival intelligence stories that have occurred over the past week from the Gray Man Briefing. This timely and concise reporting will help you to stay sharp and be well ahead of the knowledge curve so that you can be better prepared for what's coming down the road. All right, Wes, take it away. All right, thanks, David. So we'll get right into the brief. From the Gray Man Briefing, this is a weekly recap of news and developments for your situational awareness, as always, with the bottom line up front. All right, so welcome to this week's briefing. This will cover the period of November 23rd through November 29th. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Let's hop right into this. All right, so first up, let's talk sustainability and the supply chain. So the world's largest commercial truck manufacturer Daimler truck, uh, they've reported that the industry's supply chain is still broken, and not just because of semiconductor chips and that shortage, but for other things such as they, they reference tires, electrical parts, engineers, and in some cases just nuts and bolts. So this is just kind of for your situational awareness. Not only is there a labor shortage continuing, but we've also got this crisis of getting new trucks to move our supplies where needed. Um, next up, since we're talking about a labor shortage, um, on Black Friday, a lot of Amazon, Amazon employees conducted a labor action. Um, basically, they organized a walkout at multiple warehouses across the world, um, including here in the U.S., um, in places like Missouri, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Alabama, Michigan, Maryland, North Carolina, Illinois, and Washington, D.C., among others. Not seeing a lot of reporting out of this, so it's still unsure if this is going to actually affect any shipments. This also comes after Amazon, I believe, laid off around 10,000 employees, um, along with a lot of other in the big tech industry uh, laid off employees. I think the Twitter um, layoffs made the most news, but uh, everyone else jumped on board to kind of get in that news cycle and not get as much attention. Moving on, a number of reports have indicated an issue with groundwater stability, um, primarily due to what they call increased usage and, of course, mismanagement. Drought conditions continue to deplete at the Colorado River Basin, as well as an aquifer in the highlands. A report by Sustain Analytics has suggested that persistent aquifer depletion threatens future sustainability. So drought conditions and increased irrigation usage of the groundwater is already affecting about 30% of the agricultural industry that relies on such groundwater usage. In Kansas, it's already dropped 30%, and they're expecting over the next 50 years for it to drop an additional 39%. Experts are saying that unless we reduce the amount of water being used, the amount of groundwater irrigation being used by 80%, 
that there'll be a severe disruption to the food supply by 2070. So just, you know, this kind of goes to show you don't don't rely on government or industries to, to manage and sustain a, a source, such as a source of food or water, but make moves to obtain local sustenance via like bartering, um, farmer markets, uh, even having your own personal garden, storing up food, having rainwater collection, uh, your own well, like a dry point well or other collaborative efforts to help kind of circumvent issues that you can't control. All right, so moving into our health and safety briefing and COVID coverage. New comparative analysis of masks or, you know, face coverings and the materials of sterilization process used to sterilize them um, is increasing cancer uh, according to statistics and correlation studies. The CDC has been showing a near yearly decrease in cancer numbers since the 70s and 80s. And between 2015 and 2019, the CDC, quote, overall cancer deaths, correction, cancer death rates continue to decline among men, women, children, adolescents, and young adults in every major racial and ethnic group in the United States. It showed an additional 2.1% uh, decrease between 2015 to 2019. And in 2019, the CDC projected, or not projected, but reported 221,000 cases of lung and uh, bronchus cancer. For 2022, the CDC is projecting 237,000 people will be diagnosed with this lung cancer. So that's a 7.19% increase from 2019 to 2022. This is after all those other decreases for, for the past 40 years, including 11% decrease in cancer rates or lung cancer rates from 2014-2018. So cancer continued to dec decline from like 1975 until 2019, and now it's going up uh, over 7%. The correlation here is with ethylene oxide or ETO. It's uh, according to the FDA. Uh, the EPA and the CDC, it's been uh, labeled as a known or, quote, known carcinogen, carcinogen, I should say. And ETO is used to sterilize masks, such as N95s. The World Health Organization defines ETO as, quote, potent neurotoxin, a known human carcinogen, a potential reproductive hazard, and an allergic sanitizer. The WHO further says that, quote, overexposure and chronic exposure can cause health problems. The FDA says that ETO is a, quote, sterilization method that manufacturers widely use to keep medical devices safe, end quote. Uh, and they report that about 50% of all uh, medical devices such as masks are sterilized by or with ETO in the U.S. The EPA says ETO is a human carcinogen. It causes cancer in humans. This is all a quote. Them saying it causes cancer in humans. Uh, continuing the quote, scientific evidence in humans indicate that exposure to ETO for many years increased the risk of, can of cancer of the white blood cells. So we, we've got a lot of co coverage on this, a lot of statistics and a lot of sources for you, but this will be on the actual gray man briefing um, for our subscribers, so you can see all those sources. Uh, we'll move on to COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness. Uh, this is a basically a fourth Pfizer dose peaks um, 
this is when it reaches about 52% protection after week four and reduces to, negative, to a negative protection after 15 weeks. The negative means it's less effective than someone who doesn't have the vaccine. So this comes from the New England Journal of Medicine. It was published earlier this month. And it's basically saying that 15 weeks after the fourth booster, um, your the, the effectiveness of the vaccine declines by 2%, making, it, making you 2% more likely to present with COVID-19 symptoms than had you not got the booster. And at the Group of 20, or the G20 Summit, uh, world leaders pushed the World Health Organization's standard global vaccine passport and their global identity or global digital health network identity program. Uh, basically, they said, well, it's a quote, saying that if you get the passport or by having the passport, you can prove, quote, that you've been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around, end quote, basically move around freely um, without such passport saying that you have the vaccine you would be restricted, your, your movement would be restricted. And it would operate or be restricted under the International Health Regulations, IHR-2005. All right, so let's move into our national security briefing and some other things for your situational awareness. The Department of Homeland Security has raised concerns um, over the U.S.'s ability or inability to control TikTok. And of course, you know, TikTok's ability to report back to the CCP. The director uh, warned of, quote, national security concerns and the ability, or end quote. And the director also warned of uh, TikTok's ability to, quote, include the possibility that Chinese, the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation or the, the recommendation of algorithm which could be used to influence operations if they so chose, or to control software on millions of devices, which gives it an opportunity to potentially technically compromise personal devices, end quote. So the prior uh, administration, uh, prior to Biden, also tried to ban TikTok and rose concerns over it, and now uh, the Biden administration is also uh, bringing this to, to our attention. The government wants to be able to control social media networks. We've seen a number of times uh, through these, these pass-through portals, they have um, a, a, a conversation between a DHS director and I believe it was a Microsoft executive. Um, he told them that, quote, platforms have got to get comfortable with, with the government, end quote, being able to control and manipulate um, social media in order to protect society. Separately, the FBI has advised of several instances within the U.S. of attempts to weaponize drones with homemade IEDs. Um, they've cited a couple of different locations they're concerned about with their ability to secure, such as, quote, Super, the Super Bowl in Arizona, like New Year's Eve in Times Square, like Formula One in Las Vegas, end quote. Um, so the FBI is, is kind of bringing up the attention of the hazard of drones and they're, they're basically trying to lock down on the ability to control them. This is throwing support behind a proposed bill, um, S-4687, or the Safeguarding the Homeland from Threats Posed by Unmanned Aircraft Systems Act of 2022. Uh, the FBI said, quote, Small drones, which can be purchased off the shelf at any electronic store, can be weaponized by malicious actors to damage our, na our nation's critical infrastructure or inflict mass casualties. 
If the bill is passed, it would give uh, more power to the government to regulate, to regulate drones, to track them, to seize them, and destroy them. Some of the, the government's power is set to expire on December 16th of this year, so this is kind of a reason why we're hearing more about this, to help get this bill passed through. Also, the FCC has voted to, quote, prohibit the authorization of communications and electronic equipment based on national security considerations, end quote. This is a, a basically a means to prohibit um, Huawei. Uh, I can't remember exactly how to say the word, but H-U-A-W-E-I is the, the Chinese or CCP-linked telecom company, and also ZTE, both of them telecom companies. Basically, it's the FCC prohibiting the import, marketing, or sale of their equipment due to, quote, an unacceptable risk to the national security of the United States or the security and safety of the United States persons. And moving on to our civil unrest briefing. Um, over the weekend, around 200 protesters rallied in Arizona at the Capitol, um, demanding that the upcoming canvases or the voter certifications be postponed. Uh, protesters claimed that there was voter suppression, disenfranchisement, fraud, and other errors during the 2022 midterms. Uh, many counties have, not many, but a few counties have postponed those canvases, while some like Maricopa have moved forward with their canvas after a long debate on Monday. In China, mass nationwide protests have erupted uh, over the treatment of citizens. It's primarily about the, the zero COVID policy. Um, but you'll see a, no, a number of uh, working condition related reasons why there is such a, a great uprising right now. Uh, freedom is restricted in China. They're still, they're still welding doors to apartments to lock people inside to protect them from spreading COVID. Vaccines are physically forced. Masking is required. You have the, the passports, the vaccine passports over there. Uh, people have rushed the streets uh, yelling, quote, step down CCP. Uh, Xi Jinping stepped down, quote, it started in, in Wuhan, it ends in Wuhan. Um, they're literally fighting the government, like physically throwing barriers at them, attacking them. Um, they are uprising. It's a, a, you, you got to watch the videos. We've got a number of links for them in, on our briefing, but it's going wild in China right now. The people after uh, almost three years uh, are finally saying no to this, this ma these mandates and this tyrannical government in China. Um, and moving on, right and far-right groups have published a list of about 5,000 far-left Twitter accounts known for organizing riots, child grooming, and direct actions against organizations and companies that support conservative values. Um, Antifa affiliates um, are claiming this is an effort to deplatform them. And uh, primarily led by the John Brown Gun Club, they're calling for retaliations and basically um, asking their followers to report the right and far right uh, accounts on Twitter as spam. Uh, I'll just touch a few things on, on the civil unrest here for you, but it, it's going down across the world right now. And one thing for you here with the Second Amendment, um, local governments of Hawaii pass a restrictive firearm law while waiting for the state to introduce or answer, basically provide an answer to Bruin, you know, NYSRPA versus Bruin. Um, they're coming up with ways to circumvent uh, the Supreme Court's ruling. So uh, the Honolulu City Council and uh, the Hawaii County legislation there in Hawaii have sought to establish substitute restrictions. 
it basically expands sensitive locations to places like schools, government buildings, public transportation, um, parks, zoos, hotels, childcare facilities, shelters, nature trails, restaurants, um, pretty much where anywhere, anywhere people are. And if you want to carry a firearm in a private business, you can so long as that private business has put a sign up that says firearms are not restricted here, you know, that they respect the Second Amendment. Without that signage, you are committing a crime if you walk in there while validly caring otherwise. But supporters of the bills say that they are, quote, balancing personal freedoms, property rights, and the Second Amendment. And after a lot of media coverage on recent shootings, President Biden has renewed his efforts to increase gun control and restrictions. Um, over the last week, he said, quote, the idea that we will that we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased purchased is sick. It has no no social redeeming value, zero, none, not a single solitary rationale for it except profit for the gun manufacturers. And finally, I'll leave you here with just a couple of things for your situational awareness. A BOA server on the Internet of Things, which uses routers and security cameras and uh, other SDK you know, development kits um, in the energy sector, has been exploited by malicious actors. A report by the Microsoft Security Threat Intelligence warned that the vulnerability poses a, quote, supply chain risk that may affect millions of organizations and devices. And I didn't think I'd be mentioning Hawaii twice in one briefing, but uh, on the 28th, the Mauna Loa, which is a volcano in Hawaii, has begun erupting. Uh, the volcano alert level and aviation color code last I saw was increased to warning red, and the USGS has advised residents to follow their volcano preparedness plans. Um, some flights have been canceled. The National Weather Service projects at least a quarter of an inch of ash to accumulate across parts of Hawaii. Uh, 19, I believe 84 was the last time this volcano erupted. And as early as in 2018, a volcano in Hawaii destroyed 700 homes. And the IRS has published a new announcement reminding taxpayers of, US, of new U.S. tax laws under the Biden administration's American Rescue Plan. Uh, the message advised that, quote, now a single transaction exceeding $600 can trigger a 1099K, end quote. So this, this is basically a way to target uh, gig employees, those that work like at DoorDash or Uber. Uh, the report or the message further warned that, quote, refunds, refunds may be smaller in 2023. And in the Houston, Texas area, over 2 million people are now under a boil water advisory. Um, Basically, at the East Water Purification Plant, uh, they lost power, and the Texas Commission of Environmental Quality says that they expected it to be repaired by the 29th. Um, the governor said the state of Texas is immediately responding and deploying support to Houston as they work to get safe water back online. That uh, goes back to our previous briefing on sustainability, uh, referencing the groundwater issue. Uh, you're your own life support. You know, make a plan right now. Make sure you have sources available. If your primary sources are already dependent upon the government or other industries, change that and be able to be your own first responder, your own farmer, your your own line of security, your own doctor. Have some alternatives in place. That's it. That was a great brief, Wes. 
So before we head out of here, let us know what you think of these briefs by emailing us at help at ultimatesurvivaltips.com or you can contact us through our website and the home base for this podcast, ultimatesurvivaltips.com. If you'd like to be even further ahead of the preparedness curve and get daily briefs from Wes delivered privately to you, Wes is giving Survival Show podcast subscribers $1 off the normal monthly subscription cost of $5. So for only $4 a month, you can get daily intelligence briefings from Wes when you go over to graymanbriefing.com and enter code GBCUST at checkout. All right, that's about it. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp.